Hello everyone. I am so glad you are all here. We are so glad to receive your questions, your concerns, uh, your comments, and they really, really help us to um, answer to your questions, to bring um, uh, to your attention different things that are important to you and even to bring a guest to our, our podcast. Our podcast, for those who don't know, it's called Virginia Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, and it's every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. We, um, the essence of our podcast is to train you to be a courageous leader and to live a life of uh, significance and success because you as a person, you are important, you are here for a reason and for a purpose and your significance, it's important to all of us. And when you share that significance with others courageously, you will be successful. So we love for you. Many times um, you ask questions and many times I share things at this podcast from my own experience as uh, God helped me to be a courageous leader and build in me that courageous leader uh, from a younger age and living in uh, under a socialist and communist um, dictator. For those of you who don't know, you can read in uh, my memoir, Saving My Assassin, my entire story. But our podcast is not based on your questions or my testimony and um, my encouragement to you from my own experience, but we also love to invite courageous leaders that in their uh, sphere of influence, um, in uh, America or around the world, they are doing amazing things and we can learn from them. And we can learn that each one of us is important and has a special role and special influence. And one of these courageous leaders is Susan Michael. And I'm so glad to have her. Susan Michael has pioneered for more than 40 years the development of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem in the United States and around the world. She currently serves as the ministry's United States director and is a member of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem as in the International Board of Directors. She is a graduate in uh, um, theology from Oral Roberts University with a master in Judeo-Christian studies from the Jerusalem University College. And she was awarded an honorary doctorate of laws by Piedmont International University. Susan is a gifted teacher, author, and a speaker and present topics central to an understanding of Israel and Jewish-Christian relationship and with extraordinary clarity and grace. I know that her message will touch your heart and will motivate you. And I'm so glad for all of you to be here. Susan, I am so glad that you took the time to be with us on our podcast, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan. Would you please share with our 
our audience, video and, um, um, and um, audio um, listeners, when exactly in your life you discover that you have the potential of a courageous leader and how that progressed in your life? Well, it's a great question. It's wonderful to be with you today and to have this opportunity to share with your audience. So thank you for having me. I have to say that I don't know of any one point that I intentionally wanted to become a leader. Uh, it's one of those things I always say, following the will of God for your life, it's just one step after the next. And one day you wake up and you are a leader or you are in a position, but uh, you didn't really know from the beginning where you were headed. And I think that for me, I just threw myself into serving the Lord and um, within this organization, I just did whatever needed to be done, and I did it with excellence, and that just continued to grow my involvement and my leadership. Um, you mentioned two things that I really want to uh, underline them, is when you follow Christ, He will develop the leadership uh, skills and talents in you. Uh, and you also said one other thing. It's gradually. There is not a blueprint. God doesn't give us a blueprint. It's by faith, like you said. And you work on that with God every single day. And you develop those skills. And here you are. And you start to realize that your influence is bigger and bigger. Because our influence is positive or negative. It's up to us who we want to follow. As long as we follow Christ, we, he will train us and teach us to, to be the leaders that he created us to be. You know, David said, um, and we have it in the Bible, he said, Lord, your right hand made me great. And it's true. God's hand is molding us, is building in us step by step, and is making us who uh, he wanted us to be and what our destiny is. Yes. And Virginia, I think we're all leaders. Yes. We all have influence at some level. We influence those around us. And um and so we're all leaders. We're all influencers. Some of us are more comfortable leading from behind, and that's okay. That's who God has made us to be. And others are more comfortable leading in the front and um, in the public. And But we're all part of God's tapestry. And we have to understand we all are called to shine the light of Christ into a very dark world. And we are to be influencers for good. And um, so we're all leaders. Uh, that is so true. I uh, said that many times to stay-at-home moms, especially because the influence of culture is so negative on them. Um, uh, the culture will tell them that they are wasting their lives and so forth. But I always emphasize, you are a leader in your home with your kids, you are building the next generation of America or of the country you live 
uh, in. So you are a leader. You're right, no matter where you are. And you many times you see uh, a janitor um, uh, working in a way that you see the leadership in him. It's not about the title that you have, that you are a CEO or you are a CFO or something. Is the way you relate to people, the way you enrich someone else's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us how you started to be involved. And you have been working for more than 40 years with this uh, organization, International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. Yes, and I had no idea I was called to give my life to this work and through this organization, but I was a college student. I was studying uh, theology, biblical studies, and had the opportunity to go to Israel for a summer study program. And I'm so grateful that I did that because I didn't know anything about Israel. I'd really never met a Jewish person. I didn't know much about world history or affairs. I just was interested in the Bible. And I get to Israel for this six-week study and my Bible that I loved and that I was reading every day personally and studying every day in my school, um, it just came alive. It, it's like it took on flesh and bones and it stood up. It was just alive there in the land where it had all taken place, surrounded by the very people, the Jewish people that the Bible has been written by and about. It was, it just, it was life changing. And honestly, I've never been the same. I'm so grateful for that summer. And so I decided then that as soon as I finished my degree here in the States, I wanted to go back and study more. I wanted to just deepen that understanding. And so I had arrived in Jerusalem in August of 1980 to begin a master's degree. It was a small Christian school uh, right outside the old city walls of Jerusalem on Mount Zion. And uh, it just so happened that one month after my arrival, the very first Feast of Tabernacles celebration had been organized by a group of Christians living there in Jerusalem. And at that first feast, they announced the opening of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. And the director of my school, and who was the mentor for my degree, he became the chairman of the board of this new organization, and that's how I knew about it and how I happened to be standing there in the front yard the day they launched the organization and they opened its doors. And um, I was in and out of there as a, a part of the family. You know, I was a full-time student, so I wasn't on staff, but I was in and out of there very involved in praying with the staff of the ICEJ. And when I finished my master's degree, I moved back, uh, moved to Washington, D.C. on their behalf because they wanted to begin developing a United States branch. And um, I stayed in D.C. for many years, and it eventually did become the head office for the United States. So that's why I say I one step after the next, and um, the more responsibility I took on, the, the more responsibility I was given. And one day I wake up and realize I'm, I'm the national director for the United States. And um, so that, that's how it came about. And I will say that I had no idea 
And I always encourage young people and those trying to find the will of God for their life. We don't always know the whole long plan. Now, some people claim to that they know they're supposed to do this and become that. And that's great. And may God bless that. But for a lot of us, we just have to take the step today so we're in the right place for the step tomorrow. And he's going to lead us step by step. And that's certainly what he did in my life. That is so true. And uh, I agree with you. Some people say, uh, yeah, they know the whole, uh, um, you know, step. Um in my life, uh, I knew uh, one step at a time, and that's the mm-hmm. way. And anytime God calls me, always, I never said when God calls me to something, see you later, Lord, I know exactly how to do it. No, when he called me to something, he took my breath away because it was so uh, huge. It was so, I felt like I don't have what it takes. Uh, and I felt honored, but um but I understood that he knew step by step he wanted only my obedience uh, and to follow him every single step. Um, and, and he will give us, the Bible says that he puts our his hand uh, on our back and says, this is the way walk in it. We are never in, uh, uh, in, in doubts or questioning from God's perspective. It might be from our perspective as humans, but he tells us step by step what we have to do. He doesn't give us the blueprint, but the step that we have to do it in front of us. One thing that I want to mention, because I believe it's so important for young people and in general for everyone, uh, I have been to Israel several times, and I have to say it. You know, first of all, the first time, it's a, like a life-changing uh, uh, event in your life that, that you don't read the Bible again the same. Uh, the Bible becomes a life there and when you come back. And I advise people to go. I advise uh, young parents to take uh, children, uh, you know, 12, 10, 12 years old when they understand a lot about the Bible and go and visit, make that investment in their lives. It's absolutely amazing not only to know that you walk on the same streets where Christ walked towards the cross, that you walk on the streets, that you still have uh, breaks and everything that are talking and saying things about a Roman empire, that you have that um, uh, knowledge that, uh, you know, kingdoms comes and go, but the kingdom of God is forever. It's nowhere that you can you can have that that feeling, and who knows? Maybe like God show you the the way in in Israel. Maybe God will show them the way there. But it's not required to go to Israel for God to show you the way. You can be in your closet and you can do things that needs to be done and listen to. Because I really believe you have a pulse, you have a purpose, and you have skills that God put in you. Your life is so important. So tell us just a little bit about what you are doing right now with this organization. Well, I tell you, Virginia, over the years, um, I I have two giftings of the Lord, and one is the gift of administrations. And for many years, I uh, really used that gift planning 
events and managing and running and fundraising and et cetera, et cetera. But in the last 10 years or maybe a few more, I've been able to begin uh, using my second gift, which is a gift of a, of a teacher. And so I am uh, spending a lot of time now producing programs, uh, both a, a podcast and a, a video channel, but we're then repurposing all of that content and building out online courses and beginning to develop book manuscripts to publish books. So a year from now, we're going to have a whole slew of educational tools that are available to people to understand the Bible, the story of the Bible, and to um, appreciate how exciting the Bible is. And then secondly, once they understand how to read their Bible, they understand that central to the story of the Bible is Israel and the Jewish people. And so then we do a lot of educating about Israel itself. Uh, we're building accredited courses that can be used at colleges right now. And then we'll also have them online for the uh, general public. So personally, that's where a lot of my time and effort is going. I, I will say as an organization, we are right now uh, focusing a lot of effort on Ukraine and helping uh, Jewish refugees to get out of there and particularly elderly Holocaust survivors we are working with Jewish agencies and the Israeli government to help get these Jews out and get them uh, to Israel. And we have uh, are very involved with Aliyah around the world, but right now focusing our efforts on Ukraine. And uh, that's a big push that we're doing right now. That is so wonderful. And I know that um, it's so... Um um, heartbreaking to see that those people suffer for so long and they went through several uh, hardship in their lives and now we have a, a war in uh, in uh, Ukraine and they suffer again but it's good that we have a state like Israel now that was established for such a long time and can bring them back to their homeland that's a that's a good uh, um, and we also have to be reminded that nothing in this world stays the same. We have a short period of peace and then all of a sudden we have a leader who hided himself under a mask of a good leader, but like Putin, who was never a good leader. He was always a KGB um, um guy that just put a different cloth on, on him uh, so we can kind of like him or believe that he changed. And uh, now he show, shows the whole world that he is nothing but a dictator. That doesn't um, stop us to pray for him and to pray for his soul that he will he will um Somehow, nothing is impossible with God that he might accept Christ. But we know that the history is in God's hands, that everything has a reason. And when we don't understand the reason, uh, many times in my own situation, what I had to do that if I was in a prison and beaten, tortured, uh, and I never understood during that time why I was there and why doing good you have to suffer, 
I focus on God's character. And I say the same thing for us. We don't understand this world. We don't understand lots of things. But we have to look at God's character and say, God is in control. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. Proverbs 21, 30 says, and God knows what he's doing. We just have to be faithful. I just want to thank you so much for coming to our podcast. Can you tell our audience how, if they want to get in contact with you, if they want to search for uh, more information uh, about your organization, how they can get in contact with you, please? Well, I I want to give them two addresses. One is for me and for my uh, my show. They'll get they can sign up for emails from me every week about what I'm putting out. Uh, producing, and that is the outofzionshow.com if they go there. But the uh, website for our organization is icejusa.org, and that's for International Christian Embassy Jerusalem, USA.org. And they can go, they can find my blog and all of my articles, all of my podcasts are also there. But I really invite them to sign up, get on our email list, and begin to hear from us and to learn about our ministry from Jerusalem and around the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate so much your message and all the information that you you gave us in coming to our podcast, uh, Susan Michael. We appreciate that. Thank you so much. Well, we want to thank you so much to all of you for listening, for uh, seeing our podcast, for sharing the podcast. As I mentioned to you, um, our podcast is called Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. We love at our podcast to train you to be a courageous leader. And first of all, we want to convince you that you are a leader and how to be a courageous leader and how to live a life of significance and success and be a powerful influencer in your area for your country, for your business. I have a special gift for you listening or viewing our podcast today, and that is I would love for you to have a free download of my first chapter of my book, Saving My Assassin. You can go to virginiapradanbooks.com and you can download the first chapter of my book. We love... Uh, training you. We, I hope that uh, Susan Michaels' message, strong and powerful message, touch you, that you will get in touch with her if you need more uh, information about what she's going to put on uh, blog and other uh, websites, uh, also about the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. You will keep in touch with us and you will live a life of significance and success. Until next time, every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock, as you return to our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pratan, we hope we keep in touch and you will be blessed. Bye-bye.